بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا this is the continuity on the matter of rulings and oaths and uh, we have reached class uh, or discussion 8 and this is the second type uh, of the, the we remember the categories of oaths and uh, the first was the unintentional, the second was al-yameen al-ghamus, the ghamus oath, and the third is uh, the one we discuss tonight is the uh, expiated oath. And this refers to the uh, oath that is established, to an established oath made earnestly. This necessitates kafara, expiation, if the person uh, breaks the oath, meaning if he makes an oath on a matter to, do, to be done in the future or not to be done, then, uh, then this is an established uh, oath and uh, it is, uh, if it is broken, then it, uh, it is incumbent upon the individual to expiate. And the evidence for this is in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Ma'idah, uh, chapter 5, verse 89. قال الله تعالى لا يؤاخذكم الله باللغو في أيمانكم ولكن يؤاخذكم بما عقدتم الأيمان فكفارته إطعام عشرة مساكين. الآية إلى قول تعالى ذلك كفارة أيمانكم إذا حلفتم. Allah will not punish you for what is unintentional in your oaths, uh, but He will uh, punish you for your deliberate oaths, for its expiation. A deliberate oath is to feed ten masakin, ten poor, on a scale of the average of that which you feed your own families, or clothe them, or uh, monument a slave. But whosoever cannot afford that, then he should fast for three days. Uh, that is the expiation for the oaths when you have sworn and, and protect your oaths. Uh, thus Allah make it clear to you his, his ayat, uh, his signs, proofs and evidences that you may be grateful. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذَا حَلَفْتُمْ إِذَا حَلَفْتُمْ That is the expiation for the oath when you have sworn. When you have sworn, meaning if you break it, uh, then in this case uh, the determined or the de- deliberate uh, yameen oath uh, is to be expiated. And the expiation is given. And we will talk about the expiation and the forms of expiation later. Now, this is from the Quran, and from the Sunnah is the hadith of Abi Musa radiallahu anhu, and the Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal, inni wallahi insha'Allah la ahlifu alay yameen, by Allah, and Allah willing, I does not, I don't swear and make an oath on something, thumma ara ghayraha, then I see uh, something other than it, meaning the matter, khayran minha, better than it, better than this oath, except that I, Except that, إِلَّا كَفَّرْتُ عَنْ يَمِينِي 
وَأَتَيْتُ الَّذِي هُوَ خَيْرٍ Except that I uh, expiate my oath and do that matter which is good. So therefore this hadith is apparent uh, that al-yameen uh, al-mukaffara, that the uh, expiated oath uh, is relevant to that uh, related to something in the future. Related to something in the future, meaning the deliberate oath. Uh, now, the second matter we need to discuss is the, uh, the conditions, conditions which will entail expiation. Because not every uh, oath uh, necessitates the uh, consequences entailed uh, on the oath or by the oath. There are conditions that are to be met in order that uh, the person is held accountable as to the, uh, what is entailed by the off. The first one is uh, uh, sanity. The first one is sanity, which is al-aql, first condition. So if he is insane, then his uh, oath is not considered. This is by agreement amongst the uh, imams of Islam, and uh, the four Imams of Islam and the evidence uh, on that is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Ma'idah the one we have uh, recited earlier لا يؤاخذكم الله باللغو في أيمانكم ولكن يؤاخذكم بما عقدتم الأيمان and with respect to the insane the oath Allah will not punish you for what is unintentional in your oath but he will punish you for uh, that which is deliberate of your oath and with respect to al-majnoon the insane the oath is not valid from him <coughs> because he doesn't have a considered intention no. also uh, from the sunnah is the hadith of Ali radiallahu anhu that the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam said rufi'a al-qalamu an thalatha the pen has been lifted from three and uh, from them he mentioned the insane until he uh, recovers meaning from his sanity uh, and because also al-majnoon the insane is not addressed by uh, by the uh, legislative uh, addressing which is not accountable it's not responsible uh, also related also in the same uh, uh, category is uh, the one who is asleep or the one who is uh, intoxicated, meaning in a state, uh, or, or a drunk. Yeah. The second condition, the second condition is uh, puberty, al-bulu, reaching the stage of uh, puberty. So, it's an agreement that if he is not uh, if he has not reached the age of discretion uh, then in this case his oath is not uh, considered to be valid and if uh, he is uh, he has reached the age of tamiz discretion then the majority of the scholars are on the opinion that his yameen his oath is not uh, is not considered to be established they, they cited the early uh, citations we uh, give we gave you earlier uh, regarding al-majnoon, the insane, and this is the preponderating opinion, and Allah knows best. 
the third, the third uh, matter is, or the third condition is, uh, to some scholars is Islam. Mean he must be a Muslim, and this is uh, to some scholars, and uh, now the other opinion that the oath by a kafir uh, is valid and therefore the kafara the kafara the expiation is binding upon him if he uh, breaks the oath and the evidence on this is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-ma'idah chapter 5 verse 106 then take the testimony of two just men of your own folk or two others from outside. If you are traveling through the land and the calamity of death befalls you, detain them before both after Salah. Then if you are in doubt about their truthfulness, let them both swear by Allah saying, we wish not for any worldly gain in this, even though he, the beneficiary, be our near relative we shall not hide testimony of Allah for then indeed we should be of the sinful and in regarding the revelation of this uh, of this verse uh, Ibn Abbas radiallahu uh, anhuma related as in Sayyid al-Bukhari uh, volume 5 uh, 106 number 106 uh, that a man uh, ثم وجد الجام بمكة فقالوا ابتعناه من تميم وعدي فقام رجلان من أوليائه فحلف لشهادتنا أحق من شهادتهما وإن الجام لصاحبهم قال وفيهم نزلت هذه الآية يا أيها الذين آمنوا شهادة بينكم إذا حضر أحدكم الموت Uh, this is in uh, volume 4 no, volume 4 uh, volume 4 chapter 36 no. a man from the tribe of Bani of Bani Sahm uh, a man from the tribe of Bani Sahm went out in the, comp- in the company of uh, Tamim Ad-Dari and and Adi bin Badda. The man of Bani uh, Sahm died in a land where there was no Muslim. When Tamim and 
Adi returned with the property of the deceased, they claimed that they had lost a silver bowel with golden engraving. Allah's Messenger made them take an oath to confirm their claim. And then the bowel was found in Mecca with some people who claimed that they had bought it from Tamim and Adi. Then two witnesses from the relatives of the deceased got up and swore that their witnesses were more valid than witnesses of Adi and Tamim, and that the bowel belonged to their deceased fellow. So this verse was revealed in connection with this case, O who you believe, when death approaches any one of you, then take the testimony of two just men of your own folk to the end of the verse. So, in this therefore, uh, it is evident that the Messenger وسلم, asked Tamim and Adi, and both of them were Christians then, to, to swear, to swear by Allah. Now, uh, also from the Sunnah is the hadith of Ibn Umar that Umar, his father, made a vow in Jahiliyyah made a vow in Jahiliyyah, mean when he was a disbeliever, that he will have, to, that he will make i'tikaf, seclusion of worship uh, in uh, one night in Al-Masjid Al-Haram, in the sacred uh, masjid. And the Prophet وسلم, commanded him, uh, in Islam, commanded him to fulfill his vow. This is in Sahih al-Bukhari, fulfill his vow. His vow. And also from the Sunnah is the hadith of Al-Bara bin Azib radiallahu anhu that the Messenger وسلم, said uh, uh, a, a man from the scholars of the Jews was called upon and he was asked أنشدك بالذي أنزل التوراة على موسى I ask you by the one who revealed or sent down the Torah upon موسى uh, also they argued that the Kafir's uh, divorce is considered and his uh, monumenting of a slave also is considered and so therefore his oath some of the scholars are with the opinion that the Kafir is to make an oath by the one whom he magnifies. By the one whom he magnifies. Uh, the correct opinion, in fact, that it is uh, incorrect, that this is not permissible, because he can make uh, any of his magnified and swear by his magnified uh, uh, deity and uh, the line. So, therefore, with respect to, uh, for example, the people of the book, they are asked to, in this case, to uh, swear, for example, by the one who uh, sent the Torah on Musa, by the one who sent the gospel upon Isa. No. In this case, that is uh, considered. Now, the fourth condition, the fourth uh, condition is, 
choice having the choice because if the person is compelled or committed a mistake by hastening uh, on his tongue uh, an oath uh, like for example uh, if he intended to say give me water but instead he said wallahi la ashrabul ma by allah i will not drink water in this case his his oath is not established and this is the majority opinion and it is the preponderating opinion wallahu alam and uh, the majority uh, as to the evidence they cited uh, the verse in surah an-nahl 16 verse 106 whoever disbelieved in Allah after his belief except him who is forced thereto uh, and whose heart is oppressed with faith so they are good if the one who is compelled on kufr, on disbelief, there is nothing uh, upon him in terms of the uh, punishment because uh, he is being compelled. There is no effect. So therefore, the same is applicable upon the one who is compelled to make the oath. Is this understood? In addition to this is the evidence is the hadith of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma may Allah please with both of them that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that the Prophet sallallahu said in Allah tajawaza an ummati al-khata' wa nisyan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pardoned my ummah for its mistakes and uh, forgiveness and, and uh, forgetfulness wa mastukrihu alayhi and as well as that which uh, they are compelled to do the fifth condition the fifth condition is commemoration recollection commemoration or recollection so if the person forgot in this case the oath is not established is not established and this is the majority opinion and this is the preponderating opinion as well is that clear? This is the fifth condition. And the evidences they cited are uh, like first, the first evidence is the evidence concerning the one who is compelled that the Yameen is not established for him. And this is also taken as and evidence. The sixth condition that uh, the matter upon which the oath 
is uh, is made upon which the oath is related or for which the oath is made uh, it must be possible must be normally possible so for example if he swears on on something impossible normally impossible like for example if he uh, swears uh, to fly in the air uh, or to change the stone into gold yeah. and the preponderating opinion regarding this matter is that his yameen is not established uh, his yameen is not established And the seventh condition is uh, the um, is uttering the oath, uttering the oath, the utterance. So, therefore, uh, whispering, self-talk, etc., is not considered with the majority of the people of knowledge, because of the hadith of Abi Hurairah, radiyallahu anhu, that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said. إن الله تجاوز لأمتي ما حدثت به أنفسها ما لم تتكلم أو تعمل الله has accepted my invocation as in one narration to forgive Allah to forgive what whispers in the hearts of my followers unless they put it in uh, in action or utter it unless they put it in action or utter it yeah. uh, with the with the majority of the people of knowledge uh, they mentioned that it's uh, it's a must to uh, to make the utterance heard by the individual himself but the preponderating opinion is that sufficient is the uh, is the utterance uh, that uh, hearing the utterance is not conditioned also with respect to the for example the uh, the uh, the signal by a uh, uh, dumb person regarding the oath uh, then it is considered with the majority of the scholars uh, writing the oath is not an explicit matter is not explicit so because it is possible like if you write the oath Wallahi la af'al kada, by Allah I will not do uh, such and such this could be taken it's possible to be read as this is a a khabar information and uh, or that you are trying a pen or you are trying some ink and others so it must be explicit so the writing in this case is considered not explicit uh, this is the uh, the third category and uh, inshallah ta'ala in the next talks we will talk about the exceptions in the oaths, the exceptions, uh, in the oaths and the types of the exceptions. Allah Taala Alaihi Wasallam. Wassalamu Alaihi Wasallam. Wassalamu Alaihi Wasallam.
وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا